Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 30th of August, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 676. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gilroy is here. Job, massive week, huge week. Might be one of the biggest weeks oh, in a long time. Huge. Right? Uh, people listening to this will... Uh, Starfield is now out at this point. In early um, access. In early access. Early access. Yes. No one can see me doing the rabbit ears. Nobody, nobody can uh, see that. People who paid too much money yep. to get a game uh, five five days early? What is it? Five, yeah. Five days five early. Five days early. Yep. Uh, to play early access. Um, long time in the making, right? It's It's... Probably one of the most anticipated games in a, in a like a decade, probably. Um, Easy. It's from the makers of Skyrim, uh, and it's sort of like the spiritual successor to that. It's their first new IP, maybe ever. <laughs> I don't know. In, in the history of Bethesda Game Studios, yeah. Yeah, right? Um, uh, you know, Fallout, massive series. Yep. Uh, Elder Scrolls is huge. Yep. Um, and this is this game's had a a, uh, a fuck ton fuck ton of hype behind mm. it um, yep. and so we have a big show to talk about this week uh, we won't be talking about we are not talking about that game at all <laughs> at all oh actually no we'll talk about it in the news right, in the news uh, yeah we'll talk about Starfield in the tangentially news. yes someone else has been playing the game um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, we will, we will not be talking about Starfield next week. We'll, uh, this week, we'll be leaving that to next week. Yeah. Um, and we will probably just be talking about Starfield. Probably, I, I think, think we talk about it next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's okay because we've got a fuck fuck ton. We have a lot here to talk about today. We do. Um. So yeah, we can uh, we can get stuck into that. Any 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 chit chat you want to do before we go do that? I don't know. I didn't prepare anything. Uh, no, I didn't prepare anything. Usually, you know, usually we rehearse our uh, our witty yeah. banter. You know, we uh, yeah. 30, 40 minutes. Spend a good, good yeah, hour or so yeah. going over yeah. how we're gonna open, but start it. Yeah. We uh, yeah we just slept straight in. I guess we were too busy watching uh, the the boring as fuck uh, dog fighting scene in Ahsoka. So you know, uh, missed out. It yet. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm I'm working my way through uh, jury duty at the moment. Uh, the Paulie Shaw film. <laughs> no, you're just watching it in, in in like two minute bites, and you're like, I can't do any more. It's fucking. <laughs> if he says Nucci Bucci's, like, that's Jay and so on. Bob, he says, that's uh, yeah. If he says, um, no, that's that's them too. What does he say? Fucking. I don't know. Feed the no. I'm Batman. Dog? He doesn't say that. He he has catchphrases, right? Paulie Shaw has catchphrases, doesn't he? Maybe I don't know. Did I do? mean, does yeah, any? Is, you're talk, telling me to think back thirty years ago, and it is it my is, brain uh, don't go that far. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, no more talking about Paulie Shaw. Um, no, the the TV show with on the Amazon show. Oh yeah, I watched like one episode. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do this. It's this is fake. This is fake. <laughs> Like nobody I mean, like that dude exists. That's the of I'm it. sorry. Like, no, the dude, the 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 real guy. Fuck oh, that. Okay. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. Absolutely not. He's he's too guileless. He's too much. Right. He's a good dude 
who just so happens to have never seen a fucking Chris, no, James Marsden film no, he uh, has, in the last he like fucking decade. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then like, will happily tell James Marsden that to the, to the, his face. Like that's, they, this is a person who does not operate on the same platform of existence hmm. as the rest of us. Or it's fake. And also it kept ch cutting to like, if he's not on the screen, I do not give a fuck. Right? It's about him. So whenever it's the fucking two of the actors interacting, I'm like, I don't give a shit about this fucking, what the fuck is this shit? They're, they're fake. Why are they interacting at all? It should be centered on him, who I also think is an actor, but at least to the premise of the fucking show, right? Anyway. Anyway. You'll have to watch the Paulie Shaw film and let us know how yeah. it goes. Uh, yeah, right after I finish the TV show. Exactly. See how it, like, connects. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it, any callbacks or anything. Um, so I've been playing uh, a little bit of a game called Arrow, Arrow, uh, which is this weird little game that is literally just constructed to be like, you know, mobile ads where there's someone running down in like a hallway and there's a gate, there's one gate on the left and one gate on the right and they have to like run yep. through one of the gates and that'll change their stats yep. and stuff. Yeah. It's literally just that ad because those... Those ads are for games that never actually wind up existing, right? Mm. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, this this game is that ad, but turned into an actual game, and uh, that's about yeah, that's about the strength of it. You run down, you there's a little bit of meta progression, like as you as you're going through. You're powering up your arrows, you're shooting arrows, and there's a couple of different stats you can power up. You can get like, you fire faster, uh, the arrows move, like travel further or with more speed, um, they do more damage. Uh, you've got these swords and I don't really understand like the point of them, but they're sort of just extra damage on a on a cooldown and you ride a sword at one point and that speeds you up and dangerous um it, we, you would think it would be dangerous it's not a shield and you're not legless but uh should have been a shield really um but yeah basically it's i don't know it's it's super simple in its premise it is exactly what those ads promise um it's a, I don't know, I was watching the fucking, the basketball, uh, mm. the FIBA World Cup, and it was a good little, you know, one to have on one screen while I've got the uh, the World Cup on the other. Like, just keeping my uh, my attention span fucking mm -hmm. locked in during all those tedious FIBA timeouts. Fuck the games in the FIBA World Cup. Like, they... They go, man. There's, there's no fucking around in that shit, eh? Like, the the timeouts are short as fuck. Uh, yeah. They don't even stop the clock uh, when the ball is out of bounds. Hmm. Like, they don't start the uh, the 
shot clock until someone puts their hands like touches the ball once it, once it's inbounds again. But the the yeah the clock keeps counting down the whole fucking time. It's fucking it's hectic. Like it just it just feels like it's at a higher pace and there's they allow more contact and I don't know. I, I actually think it's like you know the quality of play is not the same as the NBA, but uh, yeah. the the version that rules. I some I, of the product. Yeah, I prefer it. Um, like, I, yeah, it'd be nice if we What's were... What's your thoughts on goaltending, though? Uh, no, I like the FIBA rules on goaltending. Like, really? I, oh, yeah, man. Like, I, I think it's, like, it's an interesting... I, I can see why the NBA... Did they change it or... Oh, yeah, they changed I, I it. Yeah, right. I don't know how, like, chicken or egg situation there. But, like, I can see why the NBA... Uh, has uh what is it what are they what's the word it's they like use like the invisible s- cylinder cylinder yeah the invisible cylinder i understand like that does sort of make sense and i think with the athleticism in the nba it makes a little bit more sense as well um but at the same time like i don't know you don't see that you just many have a dude like hopping the entire time grabbing the ball off it just fuck it well where the fuck was um what's his name thon maker on the mm. boomers, fucking, that just could be his entire fucking job, right? Like, just yeah. stand there with your fucking hand over the fucking, over the ring, mate. We'll fucking win this shit. Um, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, uh, like, it's free. Uh, it's super lightweight. It's, I don't know, give it a punt. Like, you literally have nothing to lose. Um I, I don't know. Those games in the ads have intrigued me before. Not never enough to. They do. They still do. Every time they come up, I'm like, I want one of these games, oh. but I have no idea where the fuck I can get one from. Because every time I look at like the top charts, they all look like garbage. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I want one that's good, and I and I can't find like where. Give me a list somewhere. Right. Like yeah. you gotta. Like, we should open a new website and start a new podcast where we just review games that actually resemble ads or we review the games in the ads based on how close they come to resembling what they advertise. And that can be the entire fucking thing. Uh, But then we'd have to play the shit games. That would suck. Um, Oh, no one said it was meant to be easy. Uh, so anyway, give it a punt. Arrow, arrow. Um, overwhelmingly positive. Uh, I can see why it's free and, yeah, basically why not, you know? Uh, yeah, cool. cool. Um, that's that. What's what's next on the list? Tactics games. That's all you've been playing. All tactics games. All day, baby. Um, Hadean Tactics. This one came out last week. Uh, Johnny Bravo on our Discord pointed out to me um, and I had to give it a punt because uh, it's sort of, it's speaking my changuage. It's a roguelike deck building game fused with an auto battler. Um, so I love everything that that just said, right? That's literally... All I battle Royale, and that would have been it. Right, if it had been all... a Battle Royale, fucking hell. <laughs> Check all the boxes. Like, fucking give up Starfield, it's over, baby. Um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I jumped in, tried it out. I do not like it. <laughs> oh, classic. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is, it like, in, in my Steam, it says, uh, is this game relevant to you? Similar to games you've played, Slay the Spire and Monster Train. And it is, like, crazy similar to both of those games. I can see, like, it's one of the rare times where that comparison engine of Steam's actually spat out something that was really close. Uh, this yeah. game wears its fucking, it's, like... Uh, influences on its sleeve. Like, there's no questioning. Um, the cards look like like Slay the Spire cards, uh, and every few levels or so, you get to level up your uh, hero or one of your minions. Um, and, like, that's, that's basically the entire game. Um, the way you level it up is very similar to Monster Train. So, basically... You're uh, selecting from a couple of different options. Uh, and just like in Monster Train, uh, I don't know, you can get, you can put together a really powerful like team and it sort of kills the game. Mm -hmm. um, I wound up, oh, when it says auto battler, it's the, it's the classic, it's not an auto chess type auto battler it's an auto battler type auto battler where you're putting things on like a ironically a chessboard but uh i think it's i think it's i think it's eight by eight uh so it is yeah basically a chessboard situation uh and these units are moving around and doing attacks and stuff um but there is no combining of units uh which fucked me up a little bit when i was like that when I did my first run, I thought I could like combine some units to upgrade them to a high level. That is not the way to do that. Um, so that's a big old waste. Of, that was a big old waste of time. Um, but yeah, so basically the way it works is you, you get your champion, right? Immediately you choose one way to upgrade them out of three, which is sort of like Monster Train, uh, where you've got your, your like that beast that you can sort of upgrade with some extra ability and that extra ability like severely increases its its capabilities. I just remember like upgrading the Umbra, uh, the the Gorger in, um, in Monster Train to have uh, lifesteal on Devour and then... And I think it also gained life when it devoured and it just turned into a, like an unstoppable monster. Like literally everything it attacked, it killed in one hit. That's sort of how this feels. Uh, you get your two, you get these two starting units. They're absolute garbage. Uh, I have not seen any way to fucking fix having to start with them, but it just feels like a big old waste. I don't like... Yeah, I would prefer... I think the game would be better if you started with nothing and drafted two units uh, right from the get-go uh, because it, it's sort of like the reason I thought I was supposed to upgrade these these guys was because I had two of the cunts that were so fucking useless that when I saw a third one in the store, I'm like, oh, well, I must buy this third dude and combine them and he turns into something fucking halfway worthwhile no not sure at all they're just fucking shit why they show up in the shop i do not understand but nevertheless immediately ditch 
those two cunts, they're useless. Go for anything else uh, and basically shape your, uh, your like forge your path to victory by uh, like understanding the interactions between your hero and your minions. And then um, while you're playing, you've got cards, right? Uh, and this is where the Slay the Spire part comes in. You've got these cards, you play the cards, it's like Slay the Spire, some are attack, some are defend. Uh, you play them on units though, generally, like some some of them you will play on all units, all enemy units, all friendly units. Uh, but most of the time you play them on an individual unit and basically what you're doing is buffing the fuck out of, out of a, a unit, right? And what you can do is if you've got shields, you put your shields on, on your guys uh, and they don't take damage. It, it, like it's not that complicated, right? Uh, the the problem is like as soon as you've got your head around, it, it turn it's it's a game where shields are basically everything, right? As soon as you've got your head around shields, the you, I you've solved it, basically, uh, because nothing can do any damage to you. And the reason you you want to get your head around shields early is because you heal. I think it's 15%, maybe 20% of your health at the end of a, a match, at the end of a fight, you'll heal, like everyone, every one of your characters will heal 10, uh, 15 to 20% of their health back. Uh, but that's all they'll heal. They won't go back to full. And so you wind up, like if, if you haven't been shielding everyone, your minions are just fucking dead. They're just dying basically the whole time. And so you, that's why I wound up lasering in on shields. And then that's when I realized shields are fucking over, were overwhelmingly powerful. And then, yeah, I just started getting shield cards, ditching my fucking uh, buff attack cards. And that was it. Like I won the game on my second attempts. Uh, I won it on my third attempts. Uh, there's, a new, there's a new element. I haven't made it to the fourth circle. Uh, but I would need to play the game loads and loads more, and I just don't care to. Um, it's in early access, so I think. No, it just went 1.0. That's 1.0. Yeah, right. So that's all right. So this is the game as it's intended to be, mm-hmm. and I don't know, man. It just it just doesn't doesn't appeal to me because. There's not enough variety in the in the build because I, you know, I, we talk we talked about this a million billion times, but I will happily optimize the fun out of a game. The appeal of something like Slay the Spire is that I can't optimize the fun out of that game. There's always something in there that will throw a curveball somehow, right? Um, and, you know, I thought Monster Train needed work when it first came out, when we first started playing it, because, you know, I got Umbra, I got my fucking Gorgia, I got him fed, and I optimized the fun out of the game again, right? Uh, this, they fixed that. They, they made alterations um, down the track based on, you know, not necessarily my feedback, but based on feedback from other people who said exactly the same fucking thing they just said it slower than me because I say it fastest all the fucking time. Um, this this is a problem, and I think it's a problem in this game. 
Yeah, it's it's too easy. Like because shields is sort of I don't know, ubiquitous. There's it's not like you're rarely going to get a fucking shield card, right? So, yeah, I don't know. Um I just I don't know. I just found it a little bit dull. Uh, yep. At the end of the day, uh, I just didn't really. I think the other problem is that I've also been playing the next game on the list, Tales and Tactics. And Tales and Tactics actually kind of does the Slayer the Spire thing with an auto battler well, right? Uh, it doesn't have cards. Um, but so it replaces the cards with units and instead of being an auto battler it's an auto chesser and uh yeah it just replaces it, it like swaps out you're no longer trying to build a deck of cards you're trying to build an army a la auto chest and you are able to combine them and there is like shop rolling to try and get the right units and there's quite a lot of variants and they're updating it a lot um and yeah just it it feels better to play to me uh because it feels less certain i do have strategies uh that i can that i can go to when i absolutely definitely want to fucking win um like i think healers might be a little bit too strong if you've got like uh there's these entails and tactics uh it is it's a single player fucking auto chess game like it's it's auto chess slay the spire a roguelike army builder uh with auto chess influences um if you like once you unlock more heroes and a couple of the elements in the in the unlock guide i don't think the unlock system is particularly good by the way i think it's probably like it's just a bunch of shit you you get these points when you finish a run and then you spend them unlocking stuff, rings or banner upgrades or like items, level up like item opportunities and stuff uh, in like in the middle of a run. But it's usually like just different events. I don't think they should be hidden behind an unlock. You should just fucking unlock that shit. Uh, you should just have that shit unlocked from the get-go so that you can actually play through all of these different events because that, that's variance, right? Like what these games need is variance um, a lot of the time. So yeah, anyway. Uh, so I don't I don't really like the meta progression in Tales and Tactics, but it does matter because I enjoy the fucking game aspect of it. So eventually you get to a point where you unlock characters and these characters have a bunch of different like abilities that they bring into each round and uh one of one of the abilities that they always bring is a unique legendary um and this this unique legendary doesn't have any uh race or class synergies it's just a legendary and if you find other legends um it won't synergize with them or anything like that. So what you're doing is you're basically sacrificing a slot for synergy to have this legend on the board. But at the same time, you also start with a 
fairly powerful unit. Um, and if you want to ditch it down the road, uh, you know, more power to you. Uh, so basically what's going on there is some of the, some of the characters have legends that are fantastic, fantastic tanks, like just spectacular tanks, uh, taunting and able to soak up a lot of damage. And if you pick your items correctly, uh, you can also, you can buff their health even further. So if you go healers with the demon hero, uh, like, I don't know, like he's like a, I don't know, his name's Ifrit or something. Um, if you go healers with him, he's got this horse and that thing like insta taunts everyone, which means the like stalkers won't jump in your backline and kill your fucking healers straight from the get go. Uh, stalkers are assassin class and they do assassin class type things from uh, underlords. So they'll jump into the backline and start murdering all your fucking squishy cunts. Uh, but yeah, he taunts everyone immediately, right off the dot. And so they will jump on him instead. Uh, and if there's not enough space around him, then they will just stand there idly, getting this fucking shit kicked in uh, until the taunt wears off. Um, and yeah, if you've got all healers, they're all like semi-capable at damage dealing, but they're all spectacular at healing. Uh, especially once you've got the full, the two, the second tier synergy going, uh, where you got like four healers on deck, nobody dies. You can literally, it doesn't matter. There's this overtime mechanic, which I think is really clever, um, where after a certain amount of time, uh, everyone, everyone still on the board stats start getting buffed uh, every second that they're on it, and so everyone like it just starts to every hit is doing way more damage. Uh, and so it can be difficult to outheal that, but because they're all at fucking 100% health uh, in overtime and because everyone else, all the enemies are at fucking sub 50 or sub 25 usually, uh, yeah, the the ramp is enough that the healers will win. That is a team that I would put huge money on every day of the week. I reckon you will win that every single time. Uh, but that said, uh, you don't necessarily play as Ifrit every single time, right? Like, uh, and you're not necessarily going to get a healer, uh, immediately every single time. So you might wind up pissing away, uh, quite a bit of reroll trying to get to a fucking healer to make that happen. And that's sort of the essence of those kinds of games uh, whereas, yeah, when, when it's, when there's not enough variance in the cards and you're just finding what you need all the time, you don't need to force a build, right? It's just, it's just a, a real basic build that just fucking works. And that's kind of the, the difference. Uh, yeah, I think Towers and Tactics is quite good. That is in early access though. You can play the demo, um, but yeah, they keep updating it and I think they're doing a great job. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, do you want to feel really old? Go yeah. to go to the uh, the Steam page for Hayden Tactics and then and then scroll down to the review section 
and, okay. and have, have a whiff at some of those. Oh, yeah. What am I looking at here? So did you find the review section? I'm at it, yes. Yeah, yeah. The names of the, the people that wrote these reviews. Uh, um, Sorry, I'm talking about the About Us page. Oh, like the, right. Okay. Like they when they put the reviews up, like, hey, this is what people have said about... Oh, yeah. Northern Lion. Well, he's a YouTuber. I know that. Splattercat. Uh, <laughs> all right. Wanderbox. He's a YouTuber. I was thinking, also a YouTuber. I was thinking about this the other day because <laughs> I've been watching... Yeah. Have you watched Summoning Assault? No. Summoning Assault does these, these like recap videos on the history of speedrunning and they're fantastic. Like they're absolutely uh, fantastic videos and definitely worth a, a watch. Um, and yeah, it'll just be like the the history of Mario Kart 64 speedrunning or something like that. And he just sure. goes through every, every trick that they're like they've devised and all the major players and it's just there was one the other day uh and it was the fucking what was the uh what were they speed running they were speed running something um god damn it the dude's name was like poopy baggins though jimmy yeah. jimmy poopins yeah speed runner of uh of fucking ninja gaiden 2 uh, and the world record holder uh, for a long, long time. Ninja Gaiden 2 on like the fucking SNES, not the fucking yeah. 2008 game. Um, yeah. Like he's just like, and that's when Jimmy Poopins Jimmy Poop. knew he had to buckle down and try right. even harder. Yeah. Like just. That's just the problem, right? Is that. We're we're now in an age where people are coming up with these names. It's getting younger and younger. We're like mm. they're like six, right? Yeah, and that's it. That's the fucking name you've got. You're Jimmy Poopin now, and that's yeah, yeah. You can't you can't you shake that shit. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is how we went up with fucking Splattercat. Splattercat. <laughs> Wonderbot. Yeah. Wild. Anyway, um, silly. Yep. I do All like right. that shit. Do you? Does anyone? You don't use your nickname at all anymore, do you? You basically just go by Luke. Well, see, the problem is that um, in games, it depends on which game it is. Yeah. Because so many games now require like a um, uh, like an account. Sometimes they'll use like your account name as your your display name, and then yeah. other times, like it's okay to change it. And so it just depends. Like sometimes, like I can't get a fucking like I can't get crashed to save my life anymore yeah. on like any of that shit. And so I'm just like, I just put my name in. There's my account name or something. And then, you know, that's just what I'm stuck with. But uh, it just depends really what, what the game is. Yeah. I try not to use my name, but like EA, I think EA has my name as my display name or some shit. Yeah. I have no idea how that works, but. Do you wish yeah. more people called you crash? No, I don't care. Would you prefer to be called Crash or Crash Leet? Mm. Crash. Yeah? Not Crash Leet. Because that's, this is where it got, right? It was like, oh, I can't get Crash anymore. All right. Oh, Let's so chuck you put one, lead three, three, on three, the seven. end. Oh. And, then, and then it was like, can't get that anymore. Someone else, some other fucker took that. All right. Wow. Well, 
But it's so unique, Luke. <laughs> it is. It is unique. I know, right? It was thirty years ago, Joe. You know, it's, when you know, it's fantastic. Know Luke. You know, what's fantastic is I put a Y on the end of my real name, and I never have any trouble getting that. Oh, uh, you, I, you you think I would? Huh? <laughs> you think I wouldn't? You reckon what? You reckon people are, are not going to put Lukey? I reckon you have trouble getting Lukey. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. If I put an F at the end of my name, I'd still have fucking trouble. <laughs> if I didn't put a Y on the end of my name, I also I would not have any trouble getting that yeah, name. No. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, anyway, uh, I do wonder sometimes if Joby or Joey Jojo is too dull a Nick. Mm. But I don't know Joby what else. Joby Poops. Joby Poopins. I could have been Joby Poopins, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, well. And then maybe next life. Yeah. Uh, maybe next time around. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, what else do we got? What, are you adding shit to this list? I did, just quickly, because I, I thought I'd bring it up because oh, I, um, I I just saw a, a post about it. Um, all right. Control. I've been uh, replaying this. I won't really talk much about um, the game specifically. I'm replaying it, obviously, because um, Alan Wake 2 is around the corner um it's about a month and a bit away yep. uh, and so i'll be diving into that quite soon um uh the gaps game of the year for 2019 was it yeah i think I think so yeah, yeah 19. um anyway th- uh i just want to give a shout out to to the uh Philopi, um who is what? a modder um who may or may not work at Remedy. I don't yeah. know. I think he I think at this stage people know he works at Remedy. Um and has been releasing this unofficial mod uh and adding like more stuff to the game. Uh and there was an update about two weeks ago. He's called it patch two uh patch one point five, which has added um uh, a couple of new things on there. Uh so it's got um the latest version of DLSS on there. So is it like 3.1 at this stage? Um, basically, this patch adds in like native HDR support. Um, it adds in like uh, ultra wide support. Um, it adds in like new DLAA, DLAA stuff. If you've got a um, an NVIDIA card, um, it adds in some other FSR uh, things in there. If you don't have... An Nvidia card, and you want to use AMD. Um, basically, he's like adding. He's continuing to to support the game unofficially, um, and adding a bunch of uh, stuff in there that'll that'll you know keep the game fresh and, and improve it. So, uh, if you are in the same sort of boat as me, where you where you are looking to jump back into Control, um, yep. leading up to Alan Wake Two, uh, absolutely go check out this mod. Um, and, and make sure that you install it because you'll get a better experience. You'll get the latest DLSS, um, HDR support, all that sort of stuff. Um, and it runs really well. So Can't your um, ridiculous computer just brute force all that shit anyway? Yeah, but, but I can turn like everything on. I've got like ray tracing to the max and like they're, he's like actually going in there and like fiddling with ray tracing quality settings and yeah. like increasing that and uh and, and toying with all that sort of thing so. oh here's here's the one i'm interested in added a config to skip the intro video 
Yeah. I know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Phil, um, anyway. Phil Is that what his name was? Yeah, yep. I can't remember. F-I-L-O-P-P-I. And yep. can, easiest way to find it, control, HDR, ultra wide, DLSS, plus RT patch. Is, yep. uh, is the easy way to find that one. Yeah, so... Um, pretty cool. People are asking him at the moment, like, what are the chances of of, of um, DLSS 3.5? Mm. Um, so we'll have to see how, how that goes. Um, but that involves, like, uh, a few other things that could be a bit harder to, to add in. That's just not a case of, like, chucking in the DLL file and off it goes. Right, like, yeah. um, it's doing things with, like... Um, ray trace reflections and reconstructing the way that it does all that sort of thing um so that seems like a lot more work but i don't know we'll see i think it's really cool that he's sort of unofficially supported that and, and continuing to update it so yes i just want to give a shout out if you're looking to to play that make sure you grab that mod because it's very worth it um, nice yeah cool cool um the other game well the main game that i've been playing is uh Baldur's gate 3 uh, still going through this, um, dude. I, I've been looking at like my Steam stats. Mm. I am. I know you're lagging behind, but like someone who like I'm actually playing this, and I am lagging behind like so many people. It's oh, yeah. like, you know, there's there's people on my list that have put in like over a hundred hours into this thing yeah. already. Um, I was talking to one of our mates today, uh, who's like put in over like 60 hours already um and he's like absolutely um absolutely loving it he, he works in the industry in, in pr mm. um he's just talking about like how sort of bouncing around some of the same sort of things that i'm feeling about it, like how good the writing is and the gameplay and and that sort of stuff um i'm still sort of lingering in the first area uh i keep like my my journal that you get is so big uh well at least in my opinion there's a lot going on there it's like it lists all of your quests you've got all of your companion quests uh all the side stuff that you're getting and like <laughs> i keep diverting off into different parts while doing i th i don't know i don't even know what the main quest is at this point i'm just running around exploring and finding so much stuff to do uh and just getting kind of lost i'm in a um I'm in a goblin camp at the moment. I've been in this goblin camp for a while um, where it might be part of... It might be connected to the, one of the main quests, but it's definitely like a side thing. Uh, and I need to... Um, my The path I've currently gone down in, I need to eliminate the people in this goblin camp. Um, but I've managed to like talk my way through this camp and, and like... Uh, use this tool to get me in there and make the and like trick them that like I'm on the side. I'm just kind of kind of visiting. Meanwhile, I'm like going around and getting these goblin leaders, like luring them into a corner and then killing them and and things like that. Um, and as I'm in this camp, and and it's 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 enormous. Like there's tons and tons of people around. It's uh, multi-leveled, and uh, there are dungeons inside the camp that you go into. Uh, and so, like, I've eliminated one guy by um, getting him alone and then sort of, like, backstabbing him, closing the doors in this room so, like, nobody that's walking past can see that we're in the middle of a fight. So I got rid of him. 
he had a key on him that opened up another door in this dungeon and I went down there and they're like it's this entirely new underground area that I can explore and I was fucking around in there for like I don't know two hours and I was like I gotta go back and do the thing (laughs) I was doing before uh because other whole thing is like enormous and so I've I left that part uh and there was some shit down there too like some enormous things I was fighting and like I don't know sandworms or something I don't know what was going on anyway um so I've gone back in the goblin camp and one of the other leaders that I was talking to I managed to get her to leave the camp and like trick her into thinking that um like she wanted to go to battle uh and and I've like tricked her to go somewhere else and so she's left and taken like a bunch of goblins with her and so that means there's more there's less goblins around that like will get in my way when I start a fight with this third guy that I need to fight uh and so like I'm now in the process of trying to deal with this third goblin leader um and I I've done a couple of like save scums and like restarting and trying to figure out like the best approach that I can take to to deal with this this guy because um, while this is all happening I found a druid I think this the the, the bear druid that you sleep with that was you know in all the news i'm assuming unless it's in multiple bears uh (laughs) i found him in like a prison cell somewhere and so like i'm breaking him out now but if anybody sees this fucking bear running around they're gonna be like it's the druid and that's gonna trigger a giant fight and when a fight starts like that's it It's, it's game over because i'm fighting like six or seven goblins and then they're calling in reinforcements and then all of a sudden there's like 30 goblins trying to fight me um and that's not working so i've got to like try and hide this fucking giant bear that is with me uh and so like i'm breaking up the party to try and deal with this last um goblin leader but he's surrounded by i don't know maybe like eight nine other goblins and like around him and so trying to screw around with the systems and figure out the best way to deal with this guy and and so i spent like two or three hours last night literally on this fight being like no actually let's try something else uh this isn't going the way i wanted to and so like i started off by getting into the rafters on the um in this room that he is he's sitting in like a throne at the moment because we've had a conversation i calmed him down we're best mates now that sort of thing and so he's sitting in his throne and there are these chandeliers above him that are like, um, I think they're they're on fire or they something like that. There's like four or five of them. And so uh, I found a, a grease bottle nearby somewhere. And so like, I was like trying to throw the grease bottle at him and he didn't like that. He got up immediately and was like, what the fuck is all this grease doing on me? Oh, yeah. And started like pacing up and down. And then that's when I started shooting, like I had my rogue up in the, the rafters using his bow and arrow to shoot these these uh the lighting on top that's on fire and then they would fall down and like set the place on fire didn't really do a whole lot of like he didn't really give a shit he had like 75 health and he was like oh i'm on fire i'm gonna go investigate that and he fucking climbs up the ladder and comes over and he sees me and he he's like what's going on here and i'm like i don't know i was I basically talked him out of being like, I just came to investigate too. What? <laughs> See what's going on. <laughs> and he like cool. bought it. He's like, oh, okay, fair enough. That's pretty cool. And you hear him walking around being like, what's going on up here? Like, I need to go find evidence of what's happening. 
uh, anyway, like that didn't work. And, and then, so I tried to get the rogue and backstab some of the, uh, the goblins that were like on a second level above him to like limit the amount of things I had to deal with in this room. Um, and then they sort of kept seeing like some of the other goblins kept seeing me. And so I was like toying around with that. Um, and, uh, at one point I've, I've left that area entirely and I went and found some, um, some barrels, fire barrels, cause it's a video game. Uh, no, I don't know if you remember like divinity had this sometimes you would, yep. you would find barrels spread around the room and they'd be, you know, fire barrels or water barrels, or they just have different things in them. So I found the fire ones and I've been, um, there is a room nearby with two guards out the front that have too much health, um, and I, I'm sort of trying to figure out how I can get in there because there are a few ways, but I don't have the abilities to to get into that room. Um, but nearby, I found uh, one one barrel, one fire barrel, and so I picked that up and I went and plonked it down next to this dude. And he didn't give a shit; no one cared. Uh, right. But I'm trying to figure out like how I can get more of them and just kind of surround him with these fire barrels. But the problem is that the rest of them that I can. Uh, C are in this room that I can't get into and so I don't know what the next plan is there um, but anyway I was like fuck it let's try and initiate this fight with this one barrel and mm. see what happens um, and so yeah I, I jumped into that fight it went really poorly um, oh yeah poorly sure and nice the uh, so this fight kicks off and he is not happy with what is going on and some of my guys are um standing trying to deal with some of the ads because i'm like maybe i'll just focus on the ads for this moment and they're like all buffing each other and eventually he does this charge move he like knocks me over and i get thrown from the platform that i'm on and i don't realize this but there's a pit below me and i me and like i don't know another goblin get bashed into this pit and there's like two giant spiders down there. <laughs> uh, it's like like a Snarlack pit from Star Wars, except yep. it's got spiders in it. Yep. And anyway, so these these fucking spiders. I've gotten like no health at this point because I've been knocked off a ledge mm. down to another you know chasm, and uh, and so my guy dies at this point. Like this is my main character. He's like getting eaten by spiders. Oh yeah. Um, nice. And I'm like running around up top. Because at this point, I'm like, I'm going to restart anyway. I just sort of want to play this oh, yeah. and see what yeah. else I can do. Um, yeah. And, and then I am like uh, running around up top. And he like shoves me again at one point and like launches me off another area and just down this deep hole. And then that person disappears. Like things are going real bad at this point. Uh, and it's not going well. So this this fight lasted for like... I don't know, 15 minutes of me trying to fuck around. And meanwhile, like, one other goblin starts banging on the war drums and he's calling in reinforcements. Like, there's no way I'm winning this fight at all because yeah. there's too much going on. Um, but I enjoy the... I guess it's 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 a puzzle. It's trying yeah. to figure out, like, how I do this. And I'm maybe there is a way for, for, for me to brute force this by just punching this dude. Yeah. But... There is a way that I think uh, I can deal with it by fighting him. I just need to figure out the way to do it. Like, I've got an idea where 
because what he just did to me I'm like oh maybe I can do that to him oh. and I do have some abilities that I can use which do like um, shoving almost like launch people and so if I can Probably. get him into a certain spot maybe I can do that and just launch him off the edge and then like see you later he's done um, but that's also like a dice roll where I might have like a 40-50% chance of that happening and so oh, yeah yeah i'm i'm even though i just fucked around for like two hours three hours last night trying to see what i could do i'm still like enjoying that aspect of of, this is the first time that i've actually done that like sat there and saved scum for two hours because i (laughs) haven't had a problem like this come up before yeah um but I'm i'm enjoying like running around and like you know finding the grease bottle that was somewhere and like throwing that at him and trying to set that on fire and that clearly not working. And Mm. like, I had an idea at work that just didn't work to the effect that I wanted it to. Like, I think that's so fucking cool um, that I can go in there and and do it that way and like send off goblins in the area so that I have to deal with as many and like talk to people. And um, yeah, I think it's really neat. It's definitely... It's an extremely fascinating game that I think. Um, Do you, are you not supposed to be there or something? It sounds like you're like way outmatched. Um, no, I, I'm. They're all sort of the same level as me, um, or maybe like one level higher. Are you shitter than I goblins? Think... Is that what it is? Well, no, these goblins are like because they're buffing each other. It's being it's a big problem. Right. Uh, and there's like too many of them. This fucking like it starts off with like there's eight of them, and then literally within one one move they're calling in reinforcements, and then anybody that is nearby in this camp is like coming through the door, running in. Um, so I've got to try and figure out how to way to stop them from doing that. So yeah, right. I, it could be I'm not supposed to fight this guy this way. I might be doing it completely wrong what if you get your um, fire barrel and put it over next to the guards and then set the guards on fire and then you can get the other barrels well because because that might set off an alarm for the entire area um i'm not too sure i could go try that i just don't know like i don't know the radius at the moment of how right. alert things get because like at one point when i was fighting uh when I was in the prison trying to break out this druid, like people left the dungeon and then they brought people back from upstairs or some shit. Right. So I, I don't know how that, like all that works. Yeah, like shit. clearly they, they left and he went and tried to go and then he come back with like four more people. I'm like, the fuck are you being? Great. Oh. I got to deal with you guys. Um, rough. That was an, that was a very hairy fight, but I, I got through it and, uh, and the moment he was like, look, I'll come with you, but I, I, I'm, people are going to recognize me as a bear. I was like, all right, you stay here. I'll come back later on mm. and deal with, <laughs> I'll come back and get you at some point. Um, anyway, so yeah, no, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really digging this game. I'm, my biggest disappointment is that like, I don't have enough time to play it. Yeah. It's, it's like, why couldn't they put this out at a slow period? Uh, Ah, there'll be other slow periods, though. Yeah. Because I just don't know if I'm going to have, like, give it the justice it deserves for end of the year or what's going to happen. I, I hope I do, but... Yep. Yeah, it's it's super neat. Um, And I, I'm really enjoying it still, so... Yeah. Awesome. 
definitely one people should check out at some point. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jump Light Odyssey. Jump Light Odyssey. Uh, yes, this is a new game by the... Uh, what did they do before? I knew this. Uh, League of Geeks. Um, they're like an Aussie uh, bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Armello was the game. Um, yeah, they. I think they broke big making Armello, uh, which is sort of a board game style game um, yep. that we talked about fucking ages and ages ago. Uh, this is their new game. It's a... Uh, like, it's like theme hospital on a spaceship right. okay yeah that uh, sounds cool i'm about that yeah like a theme hospital on a spaceship that is running away it, like like in ftl mm-hmm. like uh there's something chasing you so you always have to be heading forward uh but you're also making your little spaceship uh and yeah man- managing managing your spaceship and uh yeah I, I i'm enjoying it i mean my only the I, I haven't played more of it because it keeps fucking crashing um there are some bugs yeah. there are definitely some bugs uh in the mix um and it's early access it's, it entered early access last week uh mm-hmm. and i've yeah i've been really fucking enjoying myself um I I think like what's working for me is that like it's sort of just clicking right like uh it wasn't until I put together like I think when I saw the initial map I was like oh so it's like FTL uh, and I was trying to like sort of contextualize it in that form but once I started treating it more like it was theme hospital uh, yeah, started to click a lot more. And you're basically just managing your staff so that they can manage the ship, right? And that's pretty cool. Uh, right off the bat, like there's no there's no immediate threat. Uh, like there, there is an immediate threat, uh, existential threat in the, the uh, fact that you're being chased by these Zootopians or whatever the fuck they're called. Zootopians, maybe Zootopians, I can't remember. Um, but like, they're not actually on top of you at that moment. So you don't need to worry too much about them. And so like, if you see someone in a red shirt, you can just reassign them to a different, uh, division. Cause the red shirts are all the Marines, which is, you know, a pretty, you know, it's a cute little gag because, you know, the Star Trek red shirts and whatnot, um so yeah i thought that was pretty cute but like it's also visually a really easy way to identify them see them in a red shirt put them in a different fucking uh role i uh because i was contextualizing it as theme hospital i got them like ramping up food production and algae production which is your meds production uh pretty quickly uh and that's that seems to be like a really fucking top tier way to to go about that shit you've got like logistics you've got to take care of engineering you've got all these different divisions 
plus you've got the Marines, but you just don't need Marines right at the start for a little while. Um, and so, yeah, you, you're basically just like reassigning units and it's like they've got, they got mild strengths, but like it's, it doesn't really matter. Like they can still haul shit. They can still build shit, right? Like they're, they're Marines. They're not like, you don't need a fucking uh, degree to build some shit um, mm. or, or carry some shit from one place to another. So yeah, like it's not that big a, a deal, right? Like, uh, so yeah, it's easy to just reassign people and then like you get really stuck into, I was, I did get it. I, I did get to a point where I was sort of thinking of it like a, a factory game, like satisfactory or something where I was like, Oh, I've got my factory, uh, like lines and stuff but like that's not how theme hospital games work right like uh because you can't just treat them like that because they like there's always something that that's coming up like we got hit by a asteroid or a meteor or whatever the fuck like a rock and suddenly like the efficiency like i'm chasing this perfect efficiency but suddenly it doesn't matter because half my fucking ship's on fire and I've got to fucking reprioritize and make sure that, you know, everything's no longer on fire and things get repaired, sorry, repaired. And at the same time, you're always moving forward across this map and you're sort of aware that the Zootopians are behind you, but also you're aware that they're not here yet. Uh, and you're staying out in front and yeah, you're gathering resources from, planets nearby and like that has a time cost and stuff like that uh, and then yeah my problem is every time i try to go like you'd send people on an away mission and every time i try to do it my game crashes and that feels mm -hmm. like it's really that's kind of a critical failure point because i don't know that i can effectively continue without being able to send teams on away missions so yeah I'm, I'm kind of stalled out there unfortunately but uh like so far what i've played i've really enjoyed it's just and this doesn't appear to be a bug that's affecting everyone but uh i can't find any way to fix it for me so i can't get past it until they patch it i guess um yeah so i would heartily recommend giving uh, keeping an eye on it, but uh, I do not think it is where it needs to be just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's some complaints on uh, Steam about right. the quality of it right now, um, which is hard, right? It's because you're, um, you are charging for this thing. And so I think people are fair to leave their reviews. Um, but at the same time, like I think Steam does a really good job of, of having a... a like a, a, a review system that scales over time as well. You can look back and see like, yes, maybe the reviews about it, this or mix at this point. Yeah. Um, but at some stage, if that game gets up to a point where it's uh, running a lot better, then you'll be able to look at that and see that, oh, okay, no, actually in the last six months, the reviews are, you know, extremely favorable. So, um, that's sort of like the double-ended sort of that of you're releasing an early access could be a bit broken 
and then uh, people can still re- leave reviews for it, I guess, because they're, they're paying for a product. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, League of Geeks. That's uh, it's Trent Custer's, right? Because he was in. I did some. Yep. Was game loading the um documentary. I, I did a bit of coverage on that. Yeah. Pretty sure he was in that, right? I, if I recall correctly, yes. Yeah, and um, I think we might have talked about it on here. He interviewed Rafael Contonio for um, well, Evil. Evil West, Weird West, Weird West. There was like two West games that came out really close yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he did a really good interview for with Raph on that one. I thought it was yeah. really good. That that's him, right? That's League of Geeks, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, I'm pretty Actually. sure you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that one. Uh, that sounds like my jam. I, I'm. Uh, yeah, you, you love know. those games. Yeah, those uh, those those builders given people jobs to and work and that sort of thing um there's is is like you talked about how it's got this ftl vibe of there's something always chasing you does it like does it always feel like a time pressure thing or what i've played of it definitely yeah uh i I do think that's pretty core to the experience but maybe they'll like do it like a sandbox where you can just sort of exist in in the space and whatnot yeah that'd be that'd be a good idea um yeah. yeah all right um okay that's uh jump light odyssey you can yes. check that out now in early access Yes. uh moving on dead by daylight new update came out today along with the new update uh the alien dlc um came out with it as well you've jumped in and played a little bit yes um initial thoughts what's uh yeah I, I guess did you buy it or did you were you just playing against it like what are you sort of doing at this point i bought it um i bought it because okay. i love the idea uh of yeah that sort of thing of uh of alien games i want to send that message um and yeah because you love I, the movies right i love them i love all of them but some more than others yeah were you pretty upset that you couldn't be Michael Fassbender as, rather than Ellen oh, Ripley? I wanted to do the fingering, but sadly, <laughs> you want to do all the fingering. I yeah. want to do all of the fingering, but yeah, alas, uh, not able to. No. Um. Anyway, uh, like it yeah. should be fair, right? Did you hear this story about how Nick Cage did all of his like voiceover work for that for for his DLC? Yeah, and he did like all the grunts and all that. Like right? you bring fast bender in and you like play the fucking flute you'll play it because that is the sound that will happen as you're running around and it's just him playing the flute <laughs> yo genius anyway i have derailed this completely. yes you have uh yeah i uh i've been playing as the alien and uh okay do you want to tell the story no, well, I mean, if you're going to use it, its proper name, or you could just call it an alien. It is an alien, isn't it? It's a xenomorph. There's a yeah. What would would they call it a xenomorph in Predator Two? What? When Pre- you see the- its when you see its skull in Predator Two, they don't call it a xenomorph. 
No, they don't, you know, talk about it at all. But would they call it? They a could xenomorph? because if they said, "Oh, there's an alien skull," they'd be like, "Which one?" There's fucking four hundred skulls up here. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a xenomorph. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't say. But that's. But I'm talking about the xenomorph skull. Would they? Well, no, the xenomorphs aren't going. That's a xenomorph skull. They go. That's that's my skull. He's what dead. about what about the predators? What would the predators say? They'd call it a xenomorph. No, they fucking Cause, wouldn't. Yeah, because they've been watching us the whole time, and they know that's what we call it. But we don't call it that yet in Predator Two time. How do you know? How the fuck would we? We'd never seen it before. We'd only seen it in the fucking Predator, Predator Two, 2 ship. Takes place in like twenty forty five. Remember that future gun he's got? It's like a fucking laser on it. It does not. It's not 2045. <sighs> Time frame. It's like 2015. Come on, let's go. When does it say? Uh, 1997. Get absolutely schwacked. Yeah. Yeah. Future. The future. 1997. Seven years after his film. <laughs> The distant future. Um, so, all I'm saying is they've got no concept of what a xenomorph is. And seeing how I live in the same time period, I also have no concept of what a xenomorph is. And therefore, I am playing as an alien. Please and thank you. And good okay. night. Uh, so, I've been playing as the alien. Um Hard to get my head around what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. I haven't played, uh, like, I know killers that are able to, like, cross the, get across the map real fucking easy uh, aren't, like, unique, aren't, aren't exactly rare at this point. There's a bunch yeah. of them. There's fuck tons of killers um, at this point in Dead by Daylight. Uh, but I usually just play the ones where you walk around and chop cunts. Punch things. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um so yeah, it's it's not a play style that I'm particularly familiar with. So I have been um, struggling with it a little bit, I guess, uh, because I know I'm supposed to be covering a lot of the map very quickly, and you're able to do that by like just hopping into these tunnels and like crossing. You just fucking you zoom across the map. You go super fast when you're in the tunnels, and then you pop out. And uh, I like I have found a lot of like luck in sort of picking a tunnel to pop out of it's you know like at the start of a map right you just sort of pick a tunnel that's near a the opposite side not the, not the not the complete opposite though right like the one that's no. just a little bit further back and close to like a gen generator you pick that hop out and yeah Almost every single time there's some some idiot survivor standing almost exactly next to it. Um the when I was like I was playing literally just before this uh we started recording and mm. uh I popped out of the tunnel and uh there was a dude legit just trying to set up a fucking flamethrower while I crawled out of the tunnel and I just sort of st stood there and then I hit him. Uh, and then the flamethrower popped off and I'm sure he felt really good about that, but I just hit the flamethrower and then I chased after him and now there's no flamethrower. Like, what are you doing, big fella? You just, you pissed that one away. Like, just leave. you guys need that shit. Just run, motherfucker, run. Um, I did, I got him as well. Oh, uh, and 
And then when he... Like, I don't know what I'm doing, right? I don't really know what I'm doing. He does yeah. seem to be pretty... Uh, the alien does seem to be pretty powerful. Uh, the tail whip thing has, like, fuck tons of range. But you got to wait until you go into, like, your creep mode. Uh, and you move... A, I think you move a bit faster and you can use your tail to attack. Once you're in that mode, you get reset out of it if you get hit by the flamethrower, which is, you know, the power of the flamethrower, I guess. Uh, but, like, yeah, once you're in that in that mode... Yeah, you're quite powerful. You just the range you've got is way further than it. I think it visually appears, because the shit that survivors will just try for whatever reason they'll just like, oh yeah, well, ah, oh, he's uh, maybe it visually doesn't represent like represent that I'm in that mode or something. Like I would think that I'm running around on my hind legs. When yeah. I'm in the basic bitch mode, and then I, I would imagine I'd go down on all fours when I'm yeah. in my creep mode, right? And that's when your terror radius drops. Yeah, terror radius drops significantly. Yeah. But yeah, like if you look behind you and the alien is on all, like crawling on all fours, don't try it, right? Like going over the pallet isn't going to succeed for you. The range is way further than the fucking pallet. I can be like three steps from the fucking pallet and still clear the fucking pallet. You do not have this shit. You need to break line of sight, not a fucking pallet. Um, so yeah, that's that's that feels pretty crazy to me, right? It feels like you need a lot of coordination. I have found that I like I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm still having quite a bit, bit of success. I'm also not playing particularly well because I've just been being real fucking spiteful. I've just been like... Because I'm like, I'm trying to learn how to play this thing and motherfuckers are clicking in my face and teabagging and I'm like... What's going on? So now what? Now I've got to fucking... All right. If you want, if you want me to tunnel you... Then I'll tunnel. If that's what you're after, I can do it. I know you're going to be mad at the end, though. Invariably, every single time, they'll get over the pallet, right? And I won't have had creep up. So I'll just have to, like, smash the thing. And they'll, like, sit there sh shining for a second. And then they'll, like, click, 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 click. Teabag, teabag. And then run off just as I finish smashing the fucking pallet. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't understand, like, is this some is this some meta thing, this communication thing, right? Like, I know in, in the past, I've interpreted a thank you, uh, a teabag thank you as the, you know, please kill me. As you send them off to the gate or whatever. Yeah, please mori me or something. Uh, like, I'm like, yeah, like, you, I drop them at the fucking gate and then they start teabagging. I'm like, all right, all right, motherfucker, well... No, no EDs up, so uh, I guess we can do this. Uh, I didn't realize you wanted to die, but I guess. And then afterwards, they're like, whoa, whoa, I thought you were letting me go. And you're like, but you started teabagging. And they're like, it was a thank you teabag. I'm like, 
This is why we can't have Aladdin as our only fucking word for everything. Like, it can't mean yes and no, because I don't understand that teabag is a good thing or a bad thing. All I see is red. I see teabag, I see red, right? So, yeah, these motherfuckers standing on the other side of the pallet and, like, fucking blip, 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 teabag, teabag, and then they fucking run off. And, like, if this is meant to mean something other than tunnel the fuck out of me, I don't know what it is. That's but what it's, it is. That's what this it is what's happening now, it right? Chase me. They want to be chased, but they're yeah. already hurt. And I've got this fucking tail thing. And the tail thing's just about to come up, right? Like, it doesn't take that long to come back online, which probably needs to be balanced. But, like, yeah. So what are you doing? I'm going to get you. You're going to try and go through a fucking window, and I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm going to put you on the hook, and I'm going to walk away. I've been running uh, my, I I have th- the three alien perks and I have, I don't really know what perks to use. So I just went with, um, there's the one where I think it's, I think it's a uh, pyramid head perk, mm-hmm. but it's the one where you kick the generator. And as long as yep. the generator remains untouched uh you your terror radius is basically nothing <laughs> oh, okay yeah yeah <laughs> it's just it, it feels like a filthy one because the alien has like i don't know it, it just feels like it'd be really spooky for people right it'd be a really spooky one to come around the corner and this alien you didn't know was nearby just fucking pops out of the fucking that feels like Primo, primo spookiness. So I'm just like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm, I'm running that. And so I'll hook them and then I'll go kick a nearby generator and then I'll like hop in the tunnel and fuck off. And then if I don't find anyone come out, when I come out of the tunnel, I'll hop back in the tunnel and go back to where I was and then invariably there's like three of the motherfuckers there and it starts again. And if anyone fucking ducks, holy shit, it's happening. But I did have, I, th- I had one dude, like, full-blown, just do it every single time. Like, he'd had enough. Like, he, he'd had enough of life or something. But what what confused me was that he was running after the rest of his teammates. It's not like he was trying to lure me to the other side of the map while they did their fucking generators or some shit. He was, he would, like, click, click, duck, duck. And just run after the other guys. And, I, like, I'd be, like, on him. And then I'd turn a corner and there'd be two of them. I'm like, well, I'm going to hit the guy. I'm going to hit the one that isn't the dude I'm tunneling so I can get some fucking damage going because I'm still going to tunnel, fuckface. Right? Like, this is happening. Right? And then he'd just loop. But old mate wouldn't have fucking left because old mate thought I was on the run. I was going to chase him over there. No. This guy's just hanging around. So maybe he's trolling. Maybe he's trolling his survivor teammates or something. I don't fucking know. But it hasn't it hasn't worked out. Like I, I don't go for 4Ks. Uh I've talked about this a lot. Uh I only go for 4Ks if uh the survivors are all being dicks, in which case I'll mm. do it. Um but most of the time I'm just trying to spook motherfuckers as hard as possible. And yeah, I, I, I've i been having fun spooking motherfuckers because I know they're fucking scared because I know that I'm invisible. Like, I think that 
yeah, I think I've I put together a pretty decent build for being basically invisible for as long as humanly possible. I might I don't really understand uh the alien perks all that well. Um so I might build a like there might be a better build that I can make. You know, uh than what than just using the alien perks. They also changed the prestige situation and I don't understand that under any okay. circumstances. I don't know how I, I don't get it. Yeah, I think they sort of made it easier to unlock uh, perks for other characters now. Like, a lot easier. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I did get... I got a bunch of fucking achievements for prestiging, and I've never prestiged at all. So, uh, I guess they changed some shit there. Reach mm. prestige level 350 with any character, whatever that means. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, this seems okay. There's um, Xenomorph's perks. Ultimate weapon. When you open a locker, this perk activates for 30 seconds. Survivors entering a terror radius scream and re reveal their position, and they gain blindness for 30 seconds. Um, I mean, you could pair that with, with a couple of different things, uh, which, which would be interesting. Um, Rapid Brutality, you can no longer gain Bloodlust. Hitting a survivor with a basic attack gives you 5% haste for 10 seconds. So yeah, Bloodlust that, is that when you're... pretty good. When, you're, when you loop them for a long time, you get extra tiers of Bloodlust, which makes you move faster. Right. Um, uh, Alien Instinct, this perk activates when you hook a survivor, you see the aura of the father survivor injured um for five seconds that survivor is oblivious for 20 seconds so first injured survivor so you have you'd have to have injured people um, yeah that wants to work i don't know how helpful that is it's probably not that good what's the um, what's the what's the there's like the barbecue and chili one yeah they changed the way that works oh really so, that used to be fucking awesome because everyone used to run that so they they nerfed it to the ground um fair enough yeah, I tried to play a little bit tonight. I couldn't get it. I played two games and as Survivor, I didn't buy it yet. Oh, um, okay. And I didn't get I didn't get a Xenomorph. I got uh, Wesker and um, and I think that was it. Oh, and uh, one of the other guys. I can't remember the fucking name. Dude runs around and bashes the wall. Um, so yeah disappointing but i'll have to keep trying gutting yeah. didn't, you didn't get a uh an alien and you tried to click at him and then he tunneled the fuck out of you no 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 would have been me no. would have been me yeah oh, well. i'm um yeah i'll jump in at some point and try and get a couple games going so cool yes. anything else you want to add about dead by daylight no it's cool no all right all right, uh, next up we have the Plucky Squire. Um, you and I both played a bit of this. Uh, I crashed your session. You did. And then I yeah. showed up late. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Um, the Plucky Squire. And uh, I actually shared the stage uh, on this one. Um, at PAX last year, I hosted... Uh, a panel uh, with the uh, 
the uh, with one of the dudes from All Possible Futures, uh, and yeah, like it was uh, it was the one with uh, what are the games I'm fucking blanking. Well, it was Plucky Squire, uh, Phantom, that fucking Indiana Jones one. I don't remember. I don't know. Fucking, anyway. Were they all Devolver games? Yeah, they were all Devolver games. Um, and anyway, so I shared the stage with uh, with Bids, uh, Jonathan Biddle, who was showcasing uh, Plucky Squire for us. And um, yeah, it was, uh, that was fun. This was even better, to be honest. Um, I, I think this game looks fucking rad. Uh, I had a decent grasp on what we were in for, but uh, I I I don't know I don't know what it was like. I sort of just saw it as like a a two D platformer, and then you go out of the book and it's a three D platformer. But it's so much more than that. It's a pretty uh, robust like puzzle game. Like uh, so, basically, if you're not familiar with any of it, um, with any of the Plucky Squire. as a, as a game, go and have a squiz at the trailer. It's 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 great, uh, and yeah, basically what's happening is you're in a book. You're the protagonist of a book, and the antagonist has had enough of you continuously winning at this book, and so he tries to kick you out of the book, and you need to get back in and save the world inside the book, but. Having been kicked out of the book, you're now capable of doing things uh, beyond the realms of the pages that you were previously bound to. And uh, that's sort of where the adventure begins uh, with you, uh, yeah, jumping in and out of this fucking book and, and just fucking doing all these, like solving all these challenges and, and all these puzzles and shit. And, uh, and there's this combat... Uh, it's sort of reminiscent of uh, like old school Zelda combat um, and like uh, original Zelda combat, uh, 2D yeah. Zelda combat. Top and then, down 2D combat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, you sort of roll around and, and bash up cute little creatures because you're running running through this like, it's, it's a picture book. Uh, yeah. If it were a picture book, it'd be about fucking 400,000 pages long. But uh, nevertheless, uh, yeah, you, you're sort of making your way through it. It's cute. It looks gorgeous. And then, yeah, he got to this bit where he needs to go out of the book and, uh, yeah, out onto the desk. And it turns into a 3D platformer. But the things it's doing in this 3D world are just fucking bananas, right? Like... It's very cool. Uh, the the way you're interacting with uh, with the world in 3D uh, and the way it's representing these 2D concepts in 3D now is just extremely fucking cool. Um, yeah. And then yeah, you jump back in the in the book. Uh, you can you can change pages. You can take things pages out of the book. Pages are basically like screens in a in an old school. Yeah. Uh, Zelda or whatever. Like Nintendo yeah. game or yeah, yeah Nintendo yeah, RPG. Like, 
rather than you moving to a new screen it's like yes that is happening but you'll the page is turning and it's like oh it's a new page in this book but you can hop out of the book and then go and change pages and go back in the book mm. and then go back in again and you can use that to solve different puzzles and shit you can grab a key from an earlier page and bring it to a lock on a later page type thing uh which is just fucking bonkers um and and then there was the like there's like there's dialogue there's uh there's there are words in this book and uh you can take words and put them elsewhere like uh baba is you basically yep. not you know it's the same fucking level of complexity uh but like the same a similar fucking like concepts right like you're grabbing yeah. it the puzzle that stuck with me was there was a giant frog in yeah, the way a big frog a, a big, big bug a big bug yeah. uh oh no yeah i wanted to make uh there was a there was a frog line later and i wanted him to make the frog giant uh big yeah but anyway he, he goes and grabs the word uh little and swaps it in place and now it's a little bug and you can wander right on through yeah, and that's fucking the bug cool. was originally like blocking the path to go to the, the next area your next area but you can like the the trick is like it's not just that interaction like all like any as long as you can make a coherent sentence with these words yeah uh you can swap the words around however you want to see the interactions well it's only certain words that can be knocked out of place yeah that's right. um and like keywords that you can pick up and move around so it's not like you're creating your own sentences it's like a specific thing in that word um but yeah there was a point towards the very end of the demo where like grabbed a word from a knocked out a word from this sentence and then like went back and changed a bunch of pages and then jumped in and grabbed another word like that's the sort of depth it goes to yeah. being able to go back to different screens and then grab a word and then go to another area and change it to try and solve a puzzle yeah that sounds pretty hectic to me um yeah and it sounds like incorporating that would could be quite challenging yeah. um, because they want to have a way of it be represented visually in the game as well. Yeah. So like there was a, there was a stage there where there was a, um, uh, an area of the environment that, you know, you can turn into like a river um, or like get rid of the water. And then like, you're sort of on this page changing words around and eventually solving the puzzle for that entire area. And so, um, having those interactions work and make sense for each sentence sounds like uh, quite a lot of work. Yeah. Um, to at least make make it do something. So we'll see how that sort of pans out. But it does it does seem super interesting. And that was just like a small snippet of of one puzzle yeah. in this game. Yeah, I really liked what I really liked was the approach to like it looks like the kind of game that kids and adults could get something out of right like uh because they haven't tried to dumb it down too much and mm. at the same time they're trying to keep it at a level at a certain level but there are still some pretty tricky fucking like situations where you have to be paying keen attention 
Um, and yeah, it's like just there were a couple of puzzles that were messing with like perspective uh, in the 3D area where, you know, wrapping around walls and stuff like that. Uh, and yep. I just thought that was fucking really cool because it'd be, it, I think it'd be really tempting to hold back uh, on that kind of stuff to make sure you don't go too far uh, in case it's too difficult. Um, and I think it shows like, I love it when, I love it when developers just, you know, have faith in their audience uh, mm. that they'll, they'll be able to work shit out. Uh, and yeah, it looked like this one uh, had a lot of faith in its audience, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing we didn't talk about, I guess, is the art style as well. Um, so the art director and co-founder of um, All Possible Futures is a, um, I, I guess both of them are, are game veterans. Yeah. Um, James Turner is, uh, was an art director or worked on the art team uh, at Game Freak and designed a bunch of um, Pokemon games for quite a while. Mm. Um, and so it's got this uh, really charming art style that does sort of slightly change depending on the type of puzzles that you're in and, and obviously like this 2d book that that you're spending you know a majority of the time in um looks a certain way but then like you said you jump out of it and it's a 3d environment um and there's things in the world you're interacting with like at one point they were having a a, a like a mini game with a collectible card um and like the art in that was very like pokemon I wrote Pokemon esque in my in my yeah. preview um, of like you know the the uh, battle system in Pokemon how there's flying colors behind them and it looked very much like that and so mm. you can see that they've taken their um, their experience from from making games for this long and, and incorporating all these different elements to the game and so um, yeah it's a very artistically interesting. Uh, game and like he showed us a mini game at one point which was using um the the character of jot was trying to find a uh, an arrow a bow and arrow and once he he got that it was like turned into a a mini game of you shooting these um arrows at enemies and you know all of a sudden the main character looked quite buff and almost like rambo and um the art style sort of although it was sort of similar to the 2d sort of art style like it was definitely like a different perspective and look of it mm. and so it seems like that's going to be quite a big focus of the game as of well like breaking up the pacing by having these different types of mini games in there and having them uh be a little bit different to each each one another so each time yeah i don't know yeah y yeah it seems um it seems quite neat so and like it's got this you know it's got this meta narrative but it's also like it wears its um its influences on its sleeve so oh, yeah. it, it's uh very happy to just sort of uh borrow the art style of yeah like you said pokemon or magic the gathering mm. or um you know the, the gameplay style of um uh, a final fantasy or something like that like it just um yeah i, I just i think they've got a really fucking good idea of what they want to achieve with this one and uh they're going for it which is cool it I, yeah it's it's strong direction i guess is how you describe it yeah yeah 
Yeah, no, I, I was talking to Bids about that, like, because he was sort sort of t- talking about how he's, uh, as a designer, ha- has been working on these games for, you know, twenty plus years, and mm. um, and, and like talking about like borrowing elements from other games he's worked on and, and like sort of incorporating into that and it's like i don't know I, like that's not a negative thing in my mind like that is that's game design or or, or, or yeah. game, the games industry in a nutshell like we start we started it you know stuff like pac-man and pong and and then things evolve and um like i was talking to him about a uh my lords of the fallen preview and how like that game is such it's drawing massive inspiration from soft from software and and like dark souls and like that's not necessarily a bad thing because it's competition and also like taking things that have worked in the past and like trying to make them better and reinvent yourself and then like all right if you you know if we didn't have um you know PUBG would there be a Fortnite or without yeah. medal of honor would be a call of duty and like you know I, I don't think it's a negative of taking things from the past and trying to either use those ideas or otherwise like you know games would just be a, a mess so um well, there's, on there's a difference between homage and uh and plagiarism you know like there's a difference sure. between jacking something steez and uh paying it a compliment you know yeah Fuck exactly um but i think that no i'm sort of on the same page with you i i mean i heard about this game because i did a story about it for um when the devolver digital thing came up because mm. obviously the pokemon connection is quite a a strong sell yeah and and like trying to promote any games is hard and because you know it's <laughs> not a they just don't have a big focus and by tying it to the pokemon thing that's obviously something that people will be like oh shit that sounds cool um and so like i i've known about this one for a while but this is the first time i had a chance to actually sit down and and check it out it, it did surprise me um and it, it does seem like another classic devolver digital game i talked about this in my in my preview that like um I in, they they have a knack of finding like really interesting and unique games that um, try and do things that are a little bit different. And I think that most of the time when we talk about Devolver games on here, mm. we quite enjoy them. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not always the best things out there. Sometimes they are. Inscription was my game of the year that year. Yeah. Um, uh, Cult of the Lamb, an Australian game, uh, was fantastic. Like, didn't love it. Yeah, but you don't <laughs> like most things. So. Um, but you can't argue that like Cult of the Lamb had a cult of personality about it. About it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They do have a yeah, a bit of a knack for for picking that shit. Yeah, and it sounds like this was something that they went and pitched to Devolver and, and yeah. like set up a prototype and, and said this is what we want to do. So that's it's awesome they got to that point. Well they wanted um, to make they... something else, uh Bids was saying. Mm. They wanted to make something else and Devolver didn't go for it. So they're like, all right, well what what can we do instead? What would we do instead? Yeah. And yeah. This, and so they've been working it, on this for a while. Which is yeah. pretty cool. Um sounds like it's it's next year sometime. Definitely at this next point. year. Yeah. But we'll we'll absolutely be talking about this more once it uh, comes around because it looks looks really neat. So keep mm. your eyes out for that one. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, the Plucky Squire. You can, um, I don't know, go go wishlist it on Steam. Uh, mm. Keep an eye out. All right. Um, we have one more game on this list. It is actually a big one. Uh, Armored Core 6 is the latest game from, from Software. Uh, obviously, uh, has been maybe the biggest developer in the past decade. Um in terms of influencing games, at least. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Certainly won a lot of Game of the Awards. Uh, a lot. Awards Maybe the from, most. From us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Elden Ring. Demon Souls didn't all, win from us, but... All that sort of... No, I'm just sort of listing the games right. that they've, they've made that people might be familiar with. Right. Um, yeah, and so uh, this is Armored Core 6. It's the... Uh, I, I guess since they've been making these Souls-like games, Armored Core has sort of sat in the back back burner for a while. And um, yeah, this one got announced a little while back and and off it went. It's a mech game. Um, I don't know, man. Like I, I've been saying this for a while and it's going to be fun to talk about, but I keep coming back to it being like, I think people are going to be very surprised at this game when it comes out it ain't gonna be the thing i think it is um you know i i I think because from software has this pedigree now of releasing souls like games uh and the videos and things that i started seeing about armor core 6 and how quiet the publisher was on armor core 6 um was sort of a telling sign of of how this one was going to go down uh it turns out i was maybe wrong um on that one because it's it's sold a fuck ton i don't know if i expected it to do this well but it's done as well as it has and i think that's just purely off the backbone of it being a from software game at this point they are they've turned themselves from a extremely niche uh genre of games into now they can sell a mech warrior game with with just their name yeah uh, which is you know, not a lot of studios can do that. Um, Especially one that's this shitty. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you and I do not like this game a whole lot. Mm. Uh, I I am flabbergasted. Uh, but to, to your point, uh, it is surprising how well this game is done. I do think their marketing team has gone above and beyond. And, uh, you know, I... Oh, I don't know. Probably astroturf the fuck out of the internet as well to uh, make it seem like more people are enjoying it than are. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Usually, usually people don't uh, talk that much if uh, if they do enjoy something uh, a bit, right? People go on the internet to complain about stuff, right? And uh, people will sometimes go on the internet to to champion things, but most of the time they're too busy playing the thing they really fucking love uh, to to champion it constantly. Uh, every time you see anything negative about Armored Core on the internet, though, there there are legions of people saying you just don't get it and that is interesting to me um i'm sure there are a lot of people who do genuinely like it oh there's tons i don't know what they like i am 
at a fucking loss. Hey, uh, this is why we're here. We're here to explain why it's not very good. Why you shouldn't like the thing you like. You're wrong to like these things, damn it. Yeah, you, you're, you're wrong. So it's it's an 84, 85 on Open Critic. Yeah. Um, which is quite similar to the Steam uh, review scale as well. I think it's right. about an 84. Uh, very positive mm. so yeah um, I, I mean the core the, the gameplay loop of it is you are a, a a mech right and you go off and you do missions um, that and we'll start pooping on it now we'll start Joby pooping on it mm. um, the, the missions take well a minute and a half two minutes yep. if, yep. you're yeah. if you're lucky yeah if you're lucky if you're lucky <laughs> you know yeah, I got shit to do I got missions to do, Job. Oh yeah, um, of course. And I want to do eight of them in the span of ten minutes. So, right, let's go. Uh, so you go out, you you kill Max, um, uh, and then that's it. Uh, no, you you've go missed, back. You've missed a crucial part of this situation, Luke. Right. You yeah. missed a crucial element of this uh, this fantastic uh, situation. Uh, bear in mind that I have uh, not. I don't have the greatest PC. Mm. Uh, of people on this podcast, uh, but I do have yeah. a very good one, and I've got a very good uh, M2 drive, a Gen 4 M2 drive, uh, yeah. and uh, I do I I, I had Armored Core Six installed on this drive, uh, so it was loading very quickly. Uh, mm. But the the actual loop is uh, I've got another mission for you, uh, and, and then. Skip, yeah, and then yeah, skip splash screen, uh, like paused sp- splash screen for some reason, and then another another video telling you horse shit that you don't need to know, uh, and then yeah, obviously you skip, and then sorty, sorty, I'm pressing sorty, right, 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 right. So you, <laughs> you click and click and sorty, you click and sorty. It's like, are you sure you want a sorty? Are you sure? Anyway, uh, and then you click it, you click sorty, you click yes, fucking let me go in, and then another video for you to skip, obviously, and then loading because it couldn't have been loading. I don't know what it's loading while it was sitting at the menu or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah, the ugliest fucking brown textures three, you've ever three fucking cars. seen. Yeah, right. And like I think, uh, think that's a truck. Yeah. Oh, it's got to load a lot of silos. To be fair, there's like they should have called it Arm- armored silo six. Armored silo. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Armored, yep, or uh, armored six of the exact identical building in mm. a row. Armored uh, six to represent ways. a city. <laughs> 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 um, and then and then you're finally in, but it slowly fades in, uh, and then and it says like combat mission or something, and then you're actually allowed to spend probably less time than you just did waiting from the moment he said uh okay i've got another mission for you yep from that time to you actually loading in you will spend less time murdering the six robots that are in the fucking level yeah the majority of your time will be spent traveling to the location to murder the things and then uh it doesn't matter whether you've had enough of a fight or not, it doesn't matter. Good job, good job, Captain. You've done a, and it's like I'm, I'm leaving. Uh, are All we right. finished? Are we uh, finished? I there's a mech over there I can shoot. 
Fuck I off. Am, We're leaving. I'm literally currently <laughs> trying to stab a mech, and uh, he stopped fighting? Am I? Do I have to stop? Yeah, oh, we're just done? Is this the rules? Hang on. Is my screen fading to black? Are we just done? <laughs> we're just going? Another successful now? mission, Captain. <laughs> Skip. Skip. Uh, what the fuck, though? What about that dude that I was murdering? Did he get away? Because I was trying to murder everyone, right? Like, I know, I know I accidentally blew up all the helicopters or whatever the fuck, but, like, I was trying to kill that guy. I had... A, a plan, right? Like yeah. I was trying to earn. You keep some extra telling credits, me to get more it. things for killing right. things, and then you stop me from killing all the things. Yeah. You put me to sleep. What's going Fucking on? The one time I come up and in, get into a fight with an enemy that isn't going to die before I have like beyond visual range from me, and you fade to black before I actually get to have a fucking fight with a cunt. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and then right, so that. There's like six of those. There'll be like six of those in a row, right? Yeah. Where so 10 minutes. You're doing this. And seven of those minutes are you skipping. Skipping. Yeah. Yeah. Loading screens. Uh, and, then, and then there's a boss fight. And it yeah. will be... and like Six hours. There's no boss, boss fight, fight in any Souls game <laughs> that compares to... It is like the final fight of Sek Sekiro every single fucking time. Uh, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, until you realize, oh, okay, so... I've just got the wrong weapon on. Yeah, yeah, I gotta... <laughs> there's like... I'm sure there's one weapon this cunt's gonna get melted to, so I'll just switch through them all and... And I'll just do that. And then that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, and then repeat. Oh, and then another 10 minutes and then another six hours of a boss fight and then another 10 minutes and another six hours of a boss fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we're exaggerating about the six hours of boss fights. We're Obviously. not that fucking bad. Yes. No. Um, I'm but, glad we're on the same page because we've not talked about this other than like the hour and a half we yeah. spent at the start coming up with jokes. Um, there, yeah, there was that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I am... Yeah, I'm shocked that like it does feel like a game where it's a boss fight game and then it's just like filler content. Right. And that filler content is just so uninteresting. I just don't care about it uh, at all because it's it's literally like you doing the same thing over and over again. It, I don't need to change any weapons or anything. I'm just fucking plowing through. I literally, I leave fight. whatever I use for the boss fight on until I get yeah. to the next boss just to see what's going on. Just yeah. to see what's happening. I had a fight with, uh, with a, with uh, one guy, and I had to use my swords. I, got, I had my two swords. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I got to be really fucking fast. So I got the big jumping legs, and I got my fucking two swords. I got my two fucking plasma, no, laser rifles on my shoulders. And uh, I'm like, cool. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna fucking and go on to into the next fucking minute long missions and I'm just like sword and cunts. I'm just like, yep, yep, well you're dead. And everything dies to one sword. Oh, instantly. Yeah. Like it's even more powerful. And then the next fucking boss, right? He does not die to swords at all. Does no. not care. He's like, wait, swords? Oh, just like a wop to bring a knife to a gunfight. And then uh you're like, whoa, you can't say wop. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sean Connery, you can't say that. Uh, and then 
Like fucking, you switch it up. I've got tank legs now. I've got a fucking tank caterpillars oh. and fucking just carrying as many fucking guns as humanly possible. And I just fucking, boom, dead. Like fucking dead. And the next fucking eight fucking minute long missions, I'm like, well, I'm not switching off the fucking tank legs. In I go, and they fucking tr- travel like shit, but it doesn't fucking matter. I'm just, everything's fucking dead again. I'm like, why do these missions exist? Right. It's insanity. Uh, yeah. Anyway, tank legs, though. We got we to gotta talk about tank legs. Yeah. Um, because we were, we were like, Talking, I think we were both at the same boss yeah. at some point on the weekend. Um, yeah, and, and we're and at this point you were arranging because you couldn't you can get past it. And I think we both. That's beat not him. what was happening. <laughs> you, you you said I hate this game, I hate him, and I hate this game. So it sounds like you're you're raging. Um, <laughs> but, but what happened was. We, we I both just beat- general, it was just a general sentiment. I do hate Balsius and I do hate this game. So yeah, and so I I just gotten up to him like the night before, and, and then I logged off, um, and so then I jumped in after you messaged me, and I think we both beat him at the same time. Well, two minutes you apart. Me, Brutal. Yeah, you sent me a screenshot of like your build. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is how I did it, and then. You said, "Did you stay by? Did you uh, do bipedal?" And I was like, "I don't have those legs." And then we started discussing like, mm. um, I sent you a picture of like my my mech, uh, and then I was like, "Where the fuck do I get like legs from? I've only got this like one set of legs." And so when you build, um, when you go to the the uh, build menu. You can swap parts in and out. So you can get new arms, you can get new legs, you can get new weapons, like subsystems and generators. Did you not have anything on your left arm? No, I did. I did. So let me explain what happened. All right, sorry. So I've been swapping things in and out, right? Weapons, arms, um, and I didn't have none of the legs. I, I was I was swapping legs out. I think I got some from like a an arena or something like that. Mm. Uh, anyway... I've been playing on, I'm playing on mouse and keyboard. Is that how you're playing? Mm-hmm. Or are you on yep. controller? No, I'm on yeah, mouse okay. and keyboard. Yeah. You can tell I'm on mouse and keyboard because I sent an actual screenshot to you and you took a photo of your fucking monitor like it's 2010. Today? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's easy for me to do. Fucking whatever. Fucking Windows yeah. key shift S. Instant fucking screenshot. Wait till you see my Starfield footage that I send you. Oh, um, fucking recorded on your Nokia... <laughs> 2552 or some shit yeah anyway uh, and then so you're like oh i've got these these legs and i'm like how the fuck did you get these like where these legs come from um and then so i start looking through my menus at the shop because you're like oh i got them from training missions and i'm like i've done all the fucking training missions i'm like flicking through my, mi- my missions list i've done like all the arenas at this point like i'm pretty sure we're at the same spot. I'm like, how? what is going on here? I've got one pair of legs that I got and that's it. So I go to the parts shop and I'm looking at the, like the symbols and I'm moving my mouse around. I'm going, all right, I can buy new weapons. I've been doing that the entire game. I've got new, you know, arms and all that. I'm like, you can't buy legs. There's no fucking legs here. 
and then it's got like above that menu it's got q and e and i press it and it starts moving across the screen i'm like you're fucking kidding like <laughs> like Amazing. six other options here of shit that i could buy i thought the q and e was just gonna flick between the like little menus that i already had open and i was just using my mouse mouse to scroll over them instead of using that q and e thing and so that's where i was confused and then it turns out i get the leg section it's like fucking half a dozen different legs here i've been playing hard mode this entire time oh yeah Look, if you look at these screenshots, and you can't because you're listening to a podcast, but uh, if you look at these screenshots, I'll describe them to you if you just give me a second. Uh, I have 17,590 HP, or AP as it insists on calling it. Luke had 9,640, and uh, yeah, he couldn't carry anywhere near as many fucking guns as I could. Uh, had no fucking, like, he got staggered easier fucking less defense it was phenomenal uh i i'm actually impressed that he managed to beat Balsius. still did it as well yeah yeah uh but yeah yeah uh that's what i call bad ui um yeah so yeah that was fucked like i i was so annoyed at that um and then fun. i spent a bun- bunch of money on yeah random shit because i think i'd already spent it on like weapons so it's not like i had things to to buy legs with um yeah so anyway like my my point is that i think the boss fights are in some like that they are interesting to solve like or to figure out the move sets yeah what's uninteresting is like oh i need this weapon to like do the the most damage and or like figuring out how to what's the best weapon to stagger them with like that stuff is just so uninteresting to me like i can like i've solved your your move fights or your, your move sets it's too often like, the same yeah. fucking thing it's the grenade launcher or the rocket launcher just use something yeah. that explodes that's it you build stagger like motherfucker if they got shields you use the thing that destroys their shields and then you just use a grenade launcher and that is fucking it man and like oh it's just dull as dishwater to me man like yeah. i just don't it'd be like if dark so- or a from software game was you running around to boss fight but the stuff between was literally just skeletons yeah and there was like no challenge and you're just killing skeletons for fucking 20 minutes and then it's like boss fight yeah and then that's the game and it's yeah. uninteresting to look at dark souls is like some of the best level design like i i know we're comparing two different genres but yeah. like i think they're doing very similar things just in very different ways Right, it is. It is like yeah, people, people have been. Oh, it's not a Souls game, right? And it isn't, but it does have challenging boss fights, and that is a hallmark of the Souls fucking series. Yeah, and so like, what we're trying to do is get to the bottom of why. We froth that shit in a Souls game and why I fucking loathed that shit in AC6. And I, I, yeah, I agree. I think the difference is like, there's no lead up. There's no fucking, there's no build to any of this shit. You just like, you do nothing fights for ages and then suddenly bang, you're doing a boss fight. And yeah, like you said, the boss fights are interesting. They're puzzles to solve. But like, I don't know. That's 
that's all the game has going for it is the is the boss fights. Uh, oh, and I like I like customizing. Oh, the customization is amazing. It's, it's so fun, good, right? I like I like building mechs. I like mechs in general. I like mechs probably more than most people. I would I would bet actual money that I like mechs more than most people. Um, having played a lot of BattleTech uh, over my in my younger years, uh, I've I've spent a lot of time uh, frothing mechs. And yeah, this this game makes like customizing mechs quite a bit of fun. And uh, they look sick. Yeah, <laughs> and all the colors you can change, and the like the the paint textures. There's like a dozens of different like materials that you can put on there. Decals you can uh, you can. I haven't looked into it, but you can like send uh, different. I guess like what people have made and download Builds, them. Yeah, it looks yeah. Like. Like decal customization artwork builds to other people mm. and shit which is very cool yeah like the, it goes it goes all in on that shit and that, I think that's rad but yeah. then when you go out into the world in these mechs oh, it, it does like not matter ass. there is no <laughs> sense of scale like yeah it, it also looks like shit uh, whatever Rubicon the planet you're on is just a dumpster fire but it, there's also no proper sense of scale to give you the feeling that you're in a mech. Everything you fight that is worth paying any fucking attention to is so much bigger than you that it's overwhelming. And most, but most of the shit, you, like the fucking filler shit, is about the same size as you, maybe three quarters of the size of you. And so there's no sense, it's not like you're, you're not in a mech. You're a fucking robot in a in a tiny town or some shit. You want to like fucking? It's just it. This you're not. This is not the mech fantasy, right? Yeah, they, none of the world matters. It's 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 not impactful at all. Occasionally no seeing yeah a fucking a, a six silos and a fucking highway, right? Doesn't give you a sense of scale. You need actual fucking small units for that shit to matter right because if i'm going up and fighting some giant fucking walking mining rig or whatever the fuck then like well what's the what's the point of me being a mech right like it's a cool concept but like aren't i supposed to be as big as a skyscraper and this thing is as big as a skyscraper compared to me. So what? What What have I gotten out of this? Yeah, it just doesn't f fucking make any sense to me. It's bananas. Uh, yeah, there's so much I, I just don't get with this game. I just don't understand. I... Yeah. Like, those missions in between the bosses are so... They're so boring. They're so boring. I, yeah, that's. I mean, and they they look. I'm gonna say it. They're half assed. I reckon they're half assed. Fuck it, right? Yeah. Like, you can't fucking fade me to black at the end of a mission without letting me, like, without an actual fucking endpoint, right? Like, it's so fucking disjointed, 
right? Like they're just, oh yeah, it's fucking over. While uh, while another mech is literally circle strafing around me, while another armored core is literally circle strafing around me because I completed the objective. The first thing you fight is a fucking giant helicopter. What's the point? Don't don't your fucking armored cores fly, right? Like so, why do you? Why are they fucking giant helicopters? What's the point of this? And also, what's the physics there? What's uh, why even have mechs? God damn it! Anyway, it's very upsetting to me. Uh, I did not like this game. I uninstalled it. Yeah, so I uh, I killed. Balsius and I did the mission afterwards uh we fight a giant vacuum cleaner and uh that took me a little bit actually uh to solve because being in a having tank legs was not ideal so I switched to my spider spider crab legs instead right and I beat him in one go here and then I'm like you know what I am not enjoying this game at all and i don't want to keep playing it uh so i'm gonna bail and that's what i did so i stopped playing um and then luke walked away to sneeze again and yeah sorry i'm trying not to blow your ears out um no yeah i agree i've i've that's the last sort of fight that i did the um i mean like chapter three at the moment i that's way further past me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the problem is it's like I keep seeing, you know, that age old thing of like, oh, it gets really good at this point. Yeah. Well, like all this stuff, you know, like I've put 12 hours into this game now. Like yeah. I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I saw one comment like fucking, I don't know the day of release of somebody being like i don't think reviewers actually played this game because they said the story is wasn't very good and i'm on new game plus three now and it's uh the story is changing every time i get a new new game plus i'm like motherfucker nobody's playing new game plus on this thing that's not how reviews work you dickhead yeah shut up um yeah yeah the, the whole notion of like oh once you get into the third new game plus, that's where that's, the story gets yeah. good. First of all, if it hasn't laid out that that's what you're supposed to do, then uh, that's the game's fault. Uh, and second of all, that is a crazy expectation. Oh my lord! Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, no, I uh, I'm not. I don't get. I don't get it. I feel like I'm in crazy land. It's you and I running around. Yeah. Uh, not understanding why people like this thing. So it's bizarre to me. But at the same time, it's awesome that people like it. Uh, oh, it's, if it's, you like bad games, that's okay. I'm okay with you that. Can, you, can love, you can love bad games. Uh, yeah. Luke loves loads of bad games. He loves Alan Wake, for example. And he like, keeps playing it. So, uh, yeah. You know, we can tolerate people who like bad games. Exactly. Do you need like yep. hay fever tablets or some shit? I did. I did. I was noticing. I don't know if it's come through in the audio, but the two of us have been fucking wiping our noses like we're like day traders from the fucking nineteen eighties or some shit. Like we've been like absolutely 
all the way off, and it's not even spring yet. It's ridiculous. I already no, had no, a, I, I already I, had a fucking Telfast today. I can't. Yeah, so did I. Right, like this is fucking ridiculous. What's going on? So they don't even last a full day anymore. Do you think it's just rain from today? Rain? Did it not rain where you're? Yeah, rain where I'm. But you, yeah. rain causes hay fever. I don't know. I also haven't had a whole lot of sleep today. My fucking cat woke me up this morning. Um, see. So it could be that as well. Could but be. yeah, anyway, it's not. I'll sort that out. Um, mm. All right. Well, there you go. Armored Core 6. I don't know if I'm going to keep playing it. I yep. mean, probably not. Shit's busy. So uh, that ship has sailed, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, um, I will say one thing mm-hmm. I, I didn't mention uh, that annoyed the absolute fuck out of me. Uh, why, in the name of God, do these giant robots have a default walk? I never... Booster should be on all the time. I never, ever want to be walking, right? I, like, I may as well just fucking throw myself off a cliff. If I am walking, uh, I am not moving. If I'm walking, the entire game is based around you boosting. There are multiple levels of boost. So why, why, like, it'd be like, I don't know, it'd be like a fucking, like, Dark Souls introducing the prone button or something. You'd be like, why the fuck am I, what? and also, by default, after a roll, you start prone. You're like, why? Why would I be proned at this point? Why do I have to get up from prone? This is crazy. I am trying to run. Yeah. Anyway, it was driving me bananas. Mm. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Armored Core 6 out now. Um, let's do some news. Let's do it. And we'll uh, wrap things up. Mm. Um, first up... Um, some Rockstar Games news. The uh, the one of the senior writers over at Rockstar uh, has left after 16 years. Michael Unsworth, uh, who worked on Max Payne 3, L.A. Noir, uh, GTA, and the Red Dead Redemption series, uh, alongside uh, the the Houses, um, so has has now left, according to his LinkedIn account, uh, which happened at some point this year. Um, I guess the thing to note here is that that's now uh, the second main writer that's no longer yeah. uh, at Rockstar. Um, yeah, which is, I don't know, we talked about this before because obviously, uh, you know, Dan Hauser is a, a big, was a big part of, of Rockstar and had a, a huge hand in the creative side of those games and, and writing. Um, and I think you and I have always ag- agreed that the writing in those games were, were exceptional. Yes. Um, and so seeing another person leave is, I don't know, is it, it has, does it have you a little bit worried or do you think they're, you know, I guess we've got to wait and see how those shoes are filled, right? I Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, I, I guess, you know, you, it is a, a large, a big fucking exit. So... I think some concern would be warranted uh, because those are big shoes to fill, right? Uh, right. But... Because as much as like I enjoyed even like... Let, let's took, look at like the, the, the games that maybe not consider the, the Red Dead and the the, rock, the the GTA. Like 
the Max Payne story. Like you love that story, right? I I, I really liked Max Payne three. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, like it's but the, there's also like I guess if you've been doing the one job for a long time, sure. uh, it might just be that you're done, right? Like you you've had enough. And Unsworth was there for like sixteen years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe he just didn't didn't want to do that anymore. Uh, we still got fucking Red Dead and Red Dead Two, uh, and the other like I think those were his babies, but like yeah, contributed to the the other big rock star games as well so i don't know we'll take what we can get right uh yeah yeah anyway uh good luck we shall see next thing we shall see yeah um all right next up we got amd has announced a new version of fsr which is uh they've caught up to nvidia three they're calling it yeah so this Um, one is frame generation just to be clear it's not Yep. So FSR three is frame generation. Uh or like like fluid fluid motion frames or fluid motion. F- yeah. Um so it's it's different. Uh it is it is catching it up to DLSS three in the sense that it is doing uh what DLSS three does. Uh but FSR two is still doing uh a lot of work in the back end as well. So it's it's there's a lot going on here, but um, yeah, I think this is cool as shit, man. Like I, I think, and yeah, the first, the f- early reports on it, uh, pretty good, but uh, th- these were out of uh, Gamescom, but they're all hands off, and uh, yeah. the concern is that they're introducing input lag, which is is what happens right uh with dlss3 with the early versions of dlss3 uh you were noticing import lag and uh nvidia has a bunch of tech to make up for it but yeah nevertheless like what they're recommending is that you lock games at 60 frames and the input lag is less noticeable Mm -hmm. i would take that uh until like i would i would cop that until the technology caught up to maybe something like nvidia reflex or something uh which makes up for input lag pretty well in dlss games that would be something i would appreciate i think uh i don't yeah i mean sorry go i was gonna say like if you're using this technology anyway you're probably gonna be wanting running on like 4k stuff any like yeah so getting over 60 is optimistic is maybe not going to be yeah. yeah if you're running like ray tracing and things like that mm. um that's probably the best case scenario for this yeah exactly anyway. right like getting 120 130 frames isn't going to do any favors anyway yeah precisely yeah uh it is crazy though that i mean we were talking about it last week but mm. it is crazy that i've got a 3080 and i'm like well, I don't have DLSS 3, so I feel like the tech is leaving me behind. Yeah. Uh, and so now AMD is going to make it so that me, with a 
top tier NVIDIA graphics card can play the latest games. That, I don't know. I think, I feel like NVIDIA should, that should be some sort of warning alarm for NVIDIA, but they, they got too big a lead. They won't give a shit, you know? I think that's, that's the problem. That's the real problem. Yeah. I think we'll have to wait and see what happens with, with the reviews, like the benchmarks when they come out and yeah. actually look at this, this stuff. And then is it actually that far behind or is it quite close? Um, you know, and then maybe they'll have to reassess because at the end of the day, like NVIDIA is saying, oh, we're using these AI chips and in, in like our cards and that's why you need to have them. And, and it's using like machine learning and that sort of thing. So I guess that is their fallback on, on reasoning behind it. But if AMD is catching up with uh, like open software, then yeah, they'd, they'd probably have to reassess it. Yeah. Yep. Especially considering like we're getting to a point now where, and I will probably talk about this next week, but uh, like AMD is partnered with Starfield and yep. we, we don't know how that game's running right now. And we'll find out, I guess, next week um, and get some ideas. But that seems to be becoming more of the norm of AMD throwing money at, at, at game publishers or, or, or game studios and trying to lock out NVIDIA from putting a bunch of this tech in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Find out. Uh, like, I, I believe someone came out and said there was no reason for DLSS not to be in Starfield. So, like, at this oh, point... It's going to get modded. Yeah. Like, straight away. It should be official. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, yep. moving on. Speaking about Starfield, oh, yes. um, you might have to take the reins on this one because I don't know a whole lot about it. But basically, I think the gist of it is somebody got some early copies of Starfield and did some bad things. Uh, yeah. Uh, this dude, uh, basically, uh, he... Well, basically, there were, there were a bunch of leaks of a dude recording in portrait uh, mode uh, of him playing Starfield. Uh, and he was just like on TikTok doing the shit. And then the more you dig into this dude, uh, he's not just playing Starfield, he's selling copies of Starfield. He's got copies of Starfield to sell. And it's like, uh, all right. And he's got other shit to sell. He's got lots of other shit to sell. Also, he works in a warehouse that, ah, that, yes. that holds on to this shit. And it turns out that this dude... uh you lose your job, I feel like. Uh, he's going to jail. <laughs> he's going to jail. Um, I cannot fathom how i mean it, it so apparently he's been doing he's been like selling this shit for ages people like dug through his his like uh it's like ebay account yeah uh it's called like mercari uh is is what he was selling them on and mm. but they dug through it and for like months he's been selling shit on this account and uh 
so they just have loads of evidence of him selling stolen merchandise that he stole from his web uh, warehouse job. But until whoever looked into this, until he started streaming Starfield weeks before he was anyone was supposed to have it, nobody knew he was doing he was getting away with it. Mm. Unless they were building some sort of fucking giant federal case around uh, against him. He was just yeah. he was just getting away with like stealing shit from his warehouse job and selling it. But no, he had to go and stream on fucking TikTok playing fucking Starfield. And that's it. That was it for him. Now he's going to jail. Uh he's he's like they've got a bunch of theft charges against him, uh, which is unsurprising. And uh yeah. He's um He's in a lot of trouble, which is just wild to me. Because he was, yeah, I don't know, dude. You were getting away with it. You just, you had to, had to fly a little too close to the sun, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a spaceship. Yeah, on his spaceship. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff. Uh, it's like, pr- like most. The most of Starfield anyone's seen has been from this dude recorded in... Oh, no, there's tons of shit. Portrait mode and shit. Well, he's probably... Yeah, actually, well, he was selling copies, so loads of people have... Yeah, I mean, if you go to, like, leaks and rumors on Reddit, it's just fucking Starfield videos and pictures and... have unsurprisingly not been going anywhere near there because I don't want anything spoiled. Uh, But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um... All right, that's uh, Starfield Dude, which is what I wrote here. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 will be coming to Xbox this year, according to Larian Studios. Um, what's happening here? Uh, I just chucked this one on because uh, I know you fucking you froth Baldur's Gate and everyone froths Baldur's Gate. And uh, yeah, this seemed pretty good. Uh, they worked, they've apparently been working really hard with Microsoft behind the scenes and. Uh, They've confirmed that uh, Baldur's Gate 3 will make it. It was originally uh, probably not coming till 2024. But uh, yeah, yeah, they're now very confident that they can get out before the end of this year, which is very cool. So if you're an Xbox owner, uh, yeah, you're in luck. You'll, uh, you'll see what will probably be the game of the year for a lot of people uh, before the end of this year. Before the year, Spider Man Two, um, Spider Man yeah. Two, yeah. <laughs> Before Armored Core, um, <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. That is the news for this week. Do we have any questions at all, or can we get out of here? Let's see. Nope, no questions. All right, that's fine. Well, let's go. Um, well, anything you want to plug that you've been working on, or, or give a shout out to? I think you have, right? Uh. No, it hasn't gone live, so I've got nothing. Okay. Uh, what about you, Luke? What do you got? Uh, you can go to uh, gamepo.com and check out my, I guess, my preview for the Plucky Squire. Nice. Um, and I'm trying to think. Did I have other stuff go up? No, no, not yet. Um, otherwise, go check out all our... Still doing Baldur's Gate features, uh, news, um, things like that. Uh, and obviously Starfield. If you're looking for Starfield content, 
um, we have a bunch of that going up as well right, right now while you're listening. So go check that out. Boom. Nice. Yep. Um, all right. Cool. Well, there you go. Um, that's the podcast. Excellent. You can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you get your podcast from. Uh, if you have a moment, rate and review the show. It helps other people find us on the internet. You can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. It'll take you to our channel where you can talk about um, all sorts of things, movies, books, TV shows, your power consumption on your mm. your home electricity. Of course. was a hot topic this week. Yep. Um, you can jump in there and play games as well. Uh, it's, it sounds like PUBG's getting a KFC update, which we'll all be back in for that. They're geniuses. I know. Every Why did time, it take this long? Every time I think I'm out. Yeah, they, they really are back in. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can jump into our Discord page for all that good fun. Uh, and then you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to our social media pages, past episodes of the show, uh, featured content, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast, and uh, you can get the podcast on some of those subscriptions a little bit earlier mm. it allows it which which should be fine this week i think yes yeah, we're all good. yeah yeah um but yes we're thank very, you we're very grateful to our Absolutely. patrons well i am job's sort of um, on the fence about it most days i i yeah you should hear what he says oh, before we start recording. the filthy things <laughs> yeah it is ridiculous um but i yep. say i'm i say I'm, i say I'm for shock value you know yeah, well, no one can hear it. That's fine. That's you the main behind thing. people's backs. I do worry yeah, sometimes okay. that Luke is recording me in private. Uh, uh, sometimes I, I put him at the end. So then I'll just play a little sue his in. ass. Yeah, well, you'd get away with it because I never listened. So, no. classic. Yep. Yes. Um, well, there you go. Uh, that is, I don't think there's anything else to add. No. 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 No, that's it. Oh, well, that is the uh, podcast. As I said, next week... Starfield. That is what we'll be doing. That's probably all we'll be talking about. Um, it'll be an earlier one next week because we, <laughs> you and I, go on the Starfield launch mm. uh, event. Yep. Um, so we have to switch up days for that. So it will come out a little bit earlier, uh, which will be which will be good for people that want to um, hear about Starfield. There you go. Exactly. And yeah, I'm not sure if we'll talk about anything else. Um. I don't have I know. We'll anything figure lined out. up and I have big plans my to do nothing I literally have. <laughs> uh, we've got like curbside pickup this weekend. And so I spent oh, right. all of last weekend hmm. like preparing piles of uh, shit that I need to throw out. In, right, uh, or your advanced copies of Starfield oh, from your warehouse that I, that I stole from the warehouse. Um, no, on my on my hand ollie, I've like got them all stacked up and ready to go. So come Saturday morning, I wheel the fucking dolly out, dump it on the curb, and then it's back to Starfield time. Like, right, easy peasy. Yeah, uh, is this your plans. piles of of uh, dog tags from video game events that you're getting rid of? Yeah, yeah, all my yeah. My lanyards, my many lanyards. When are they coming back? You what fucking used to have so many of them. I've still got them here. Oh. Yeah, there's tons. Where? Where are they? I used to be able to see them. They're gone. Um, here they are, up here. What's off camera, right. isn't it? It's ridiculous. Yes. No one can see this. 
This doesn't work for anyone. Oh, There's no, no. Jangle on near the microphone so people can hear. Can anyone hear it? No one can hear that. There you go. I got to talk while I'm yeah, doing Yeah, you got to talk while you're doing Yeah. Ridiculous. No, these, sorry. Oh, these are my dog tags. My lanyards. Uh, yeah. My, I don't know where they are. Wow. I think they're in a box because that's how many of them. There are so many. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So big plan. Starfield. Yes. Starfield and uh, Starfield next week. So uh, strap yourselves in for the space game. Space and game. And we will see you then. Stay safe. Love you. Bye. Bye.